Welcome to Insight with Moonshadow. Moonshadow is an integrative holistic therapist, intuitive, shaman, interfaith minister, and chi evangelist with over 30 years of experience in the healing field in the US as well as internationally, helping you connect to your inner self and the world around you. And here is your host, Moonshadow. Good afternoon, everyone, and good evening and good morning, depending on where you are in the world. Welcome to another episode of Insight with Moonshadow. I am Moonshadow. Uh, I'm a healing therapist and chief evangelist and just a soul having a human experience every day. Today's topic, and also, too, it's the it's the ninth episode as well. So it's it's great to be able to, to have nine episodes in. So it's a really, it, it warms my heart. And it gives me a good feeling to have nine episodes and have all of you come and share your knowledge as well as learn with me and teach me as well. So I really appreciate that immensely. Now, today's topic, yeah, it's moon day. That's one of the reasons why I picked it because uh, technically it is moon day. That's why where Monday came. So now today's topic is about earthing. Now, a lot of people may or may not know what earthing is. Earthing is a form of grounding, but there's a, there's a bit more, even more intention involved in earthing than there is with just regular grounding. Like with the snow that we've had today, like I'm in the East Coast, in, in the Northeast of the United States, and we've had snow. Today, we've got big snow, but also Sunday, we've had snow. And I actually, I went earthing on Sunday in between the snow. It didn't really stick around, but it was kind of cool and the temperature wasn't that great, but I still want earthing anyway. Yeah, please send me some sun, JP. Appreciate that. But, um, but earthing, you know, the earth to start off, to, the, to start off with, there's a, it's called a Schumann Residence. They believe, and there are studies, that the Earth resonates at a 7.8 or 8 hertz frequency. And a lot of time, healers and people that do healing work, they kind of, they basically vibrate to about the same frequency when they're doing healing work. And it doesn't matter whether it's touch, ther- uh, touch healing or, or therapy of any sort. They connect with that vibration, that frequency. So now, unfortunately, we're surrounded by technology and we're all watching technology now. And I try to bridge the earth or, or as I say, earthy crunchy or connecting, being in nature. And I try to connect that with technology as well, because this is a method and a way of sharing. But, um, but with technology, we're so connected to our technology and our clothes and our shoes and our vehicles that we have like a disconnect to the ground, to the earth. Now, I don't know how many of you, I don't know how many of you um, walk around barefoot often. Like I tend to dread when I have to wear socks. When I have to wear socks, that's like the that's like the downslide, you know. That's like, oh man, now I can't wear 
I'm not wearing shorts anymore. I'm not wearing t-shirts. I'm wearing socks and I'm wearing shoes to go out and that kind of thing. Now, there's a bit of a disconnect. You know, like you can't Anna saying that she loves being barefoot. So exactly. So now even wearing flip-flops or, or sandals or having any surface between you and the earth, it's a non-conductive, it's a non-conductive connection, right? Because you're not, your, your skin isn't directly on the ground. So now that being said, this earthing movement, what this earthing movement is, is the willingness to reconnect to the earth and to walk around barefoot. They actually say, and, and they, uh, different studies and different uh, people have stated that walking, like if you don't actually have connection to the outside, to nature, it can seriously affect your well-being. So again, that can seriously disrupt your mind, you know, your mind, body, and your spirit not being connected just like when people have that seasonal affect disorder hey, i know i know a couple of people that uh they have that seasonal affect disorder where if it's too rainy or if it's too gloomy their actual mood gets affected so it's in the, in the same vein that grounding is kind of uh, yeah, another technique or another way of us being able to reconnect to the to the earth and reconnect to ourselves. Now, with earthing, it's it's something where we all make sure that we get vitamin D a lot of the time. You know, we go out into the sun, we'll go to the beach, and that kind of thing. But it's something, earthing is something that is beyond just summer and spring. If it's cool enough or it's, or if it's slightly warm enough to go out there and walk barefoot, you can walk in the city and still earth. You can find a park. There are parks everywhere. And again, this is something where, this is something where, it's a personal, it's a personal, it's a personal meaningful thing for me. And the reason why I say that is because nature is what gives us breath. The sun gives us warmth. The things around us really imbue us with a lot of incredible energy. So there are people that go out there and, you know, and sunbathe a lot. Well, you got to be careful with, of course, with too much sun and that kind of thing. But to take to take in a lot of this elemental energy is just as important as you taking your vitamins. It's just as important as you eating the right food. It's just as important as you going to the gym. All of these things are important. So to ground, and, and I've shared some grounding techniques with, with people in this room and people in the show uh, previously, and earthing is just yet another one. To be mindful of, of when you go out there, to feel the sand under your feet if you are at the beach, or to feel the grass under your toes, 
because that in itself, you're sharing a strong connection with the earth. Your body's going to naturally kind of gain that semblance, so the gain that connection, and you're going to feel that 7.88 hertz, that healing energy. And it's almost like being back in the womb. That energy, you're feeling the energy, it's going to calm you down. It'll lower your blood pressure a bit, depending on how intense the, the connection is. It can literally make the difference in making you feel you know, better as a, as a person or lightening your mood. It's really, really key. Now, some of us live in big cities. I luckily have the, the opportunity to have a lot of you know, forest around me and ocean and beaches and that kind of thing. Some people live in cities where they don't have a lot of that. But go to a park. You know, being able to go to a park and you can earth as well. In fact, I even took a picture that I went out into the snow barefoot. Uh, Lance would appreciate that. So I kind of did the Wim Hof method <laughs> walking out there uh, for a few minutes just to connect just to connect to the earth, even now, even with snow. And we've, I think we've got about uh, four inches of snow in, uh, you know, on the 4th of April here in 2016, which is crazy. But having that green space, you know, having a backyard, like, you know, Anna's sharing that she has a backyard and green space across the street. That's fantastic. <coughs> this is important to do because... We lose track. We stay in the house. We get busy with our with our errands and we get busy with our life and we get busy with our jobs. But then we kind of neglect those little those little nuances, those little things that are so drastically important. You know, I enjoy when it is when it's nice out, I enjoy leaning up against a tree and reading a book. You know, just that's another, you know, that's another way of connecting to the earth as well. But being mindful of that. And it's not always easy to do, to put that and leave and, and connect that and make sure that we have that in our, in our daily schedule, in our daily weekly events, you know, we don't, we don't. We're always busy. We got things to do. We got place to go. We got we have to do our nine to fives or whatever we do. And all these things tend to affect us in in a, in a big way. So with earthing, earthing being, it's simple. All you have to do is have intention and just walk. Be out there. Stand out there with your feet on the ground and just take in that energy. One technique that I've used, and in fact, I've reused it recently on Sunday, is I walked out to my yard and I just was mindful and visualized all the stresses and tensions leaving my body and getting absorbed into the ground. So, like, I believe it was, let me just little check here. I think it was Anna that mentioned it about, is it grounding? But yes, but um, it's a incredible way of doing some grounding work 
without having to be super, 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 super mindful. You don't have to be majorly mindful. You could take five minutes and ground, just like meditation. You could do, you can meditate for a couple of minutes and you're going to get some results. You're going to get some benefit from it. So what are the benefits of earthing? Almost automatically, you're going to find yourself lowering the hyperness or the or the busy energy in your body. It's going to definitely lower your, your blood pressure. Now, depending on how connected you are to your body, if you do healing work, you will your blood pressure will get lowered much faster. Some people are really, really hyper or really, really stressed where it takes them a little bit longer to do that, which is fine. If you're mindful of it and if you focused on it, and it's not focused like an intensive focus because even that could get in the way of you actually grounding or enjoying the benefits of earthing. A lot of people enjoy gardening. Gardening is, is definitely a form of earthing as well. But you're not just, your feet aren't just in the ground. You know, farmers, they earth quite a bit because they're out there. Now, the key to earthing is also, the importance is also being barefoot. And not having any surface interrupt your connection to the earth. I used to mow the lawn barefoot, which wasn't the greatest idea because I'd come back with my feet being incredibly green and then I'd have to uh, scrub my feet. So I don't do that so much anymore. But, but as far as gardening, as far as, you know, walking out there. It's so, it's so important. The benefits are amazing. The blood pressure being lowered. You being more mindful of that is important. Anyone that lives in a tropical area, like I know Pamela does, and I know Terry also lives in a more warmer climate, and it's more consistently warm. It's so it's it's such a great thing, and then that those benefits are going to exponentially make you feel better. You know, even rain. I've I've been even when it's rained, I've loved to walk out there barefoot, and it's pouring out there all over me. Granted, you have to warm up and you have to dry off, but the feeling of being surrounded by the elements, being surrounded by the earth, that's almost like. For the sake of sounding like a hippie people, and you know at this point you know I am, it's like the earth embracing you and blessing you. Yeah, Marissa's saying here she loves being barefoot, but as far as her yard, well, things go to die in my yard. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, even potted plants, but as long as you have a yard, you know, that's, that's really good that you have a yard. It doesn't necessarily have to be grass. As long as it's soil, as long as it's, you know, gravel, dirt, as long as it's earth-based, it's connected to the earth, and you don't have that connection, this, you know, that displaced connection. And also, too, if you're sensitive, you know, if you're sensitive, like Anna's mentioning that she's a tender foot, you can, you can still basically go earthing you just kind of watch out for the surfaces you know like if i'm wearing flip-flops or i'm wearing sandals or something i'll take the flip-flops off and i'll walk on pavement i'll walk any everywhere but 
I'm so used to walking barefooted as opposed to not. And that's just another, that's just another symptom too, honestly, uh, with you, Anna. You know, your feet are tender because you don't really walk around barefoot outside much probably as well. So that's also um, part of it. Also, warm pavement is 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 really nice, and it's good for your it's good for your feet too. It's an exfoliation for the bottom of your feet too, if you think about it. It's kind of like a little bit of earth-based reflexology. All the the little uh, knobs and crevices on the on the pavement. But earth is the earth is really such a healing element. And I don't think that we give enough attention to being out there. Yeah, well, uh, Terry's mentioning that she gets grossed out when she walks on cement and bare feet. Understandable. And yeah, and, and it, it could be quite disheartening walking out there in, in bare feet. But um, in a lot of ways where earthing is reconnecting to the earth and, and nature. Hey, Cindy, how you doing? But not also where you are too in the world. Like if you're in the middle of a city, it's gonna be a little more difficult. You're gonna to have to go into a park or, or go down by the water, by, down by the beach if you're there, or into the desert even, if you're over in the West Coast area. So all of that is really, really key to be able to reconnect. And unfortunately, in, in the insanity of, of our lives, we, we tend to forget. We tend to forget that, that, that reconnecting to ourselves and reconnecting to the earth is so important and so key. Because when, when that happens, then we start to lose. We start to lose ourselves. We start to lose our our strength, we lose our grounding, we lose our footing, if you will. So all of that is so important. And this is one of the reasons why I bring these topics into, into you know, onto uh, my shows, because it's so important that I feel that we, we kind of, we don't see the importance of it because we have to make time for it. You know, we're around the technology, we're around all these other things. And we don't really take the time to be more mindful and to do, you know, like yoga, you know, or or do something that it's a normal everyday ritual or ceremony. That needs to, yes, you, and I agree, absolutely, Marissa's saying you have to be intentional about it. No different, you should be intentional, no differently than you have to pay your bills and take care of your kids and eat breakfast or eat lunch or go to the bathroom, all of those things you have to make intentional too to make it a lifestyle change, not a diet, not something that's temporary. It's a mindful intention. And it doesn't take much. You know, you find yourself doing it a little here, you start doing it, then you're going to start doing it more regularly. And before you know it, it becomes your new norm. And when something becomes your new norm, you don't really think, Am I wasting my time doing this particular thing? Because we don't waste our time, you know, watching or binge watching our shows on Netflix. We don't, we don't 
believe that we're wasting our time doing that th stuff that's like a form of self-care, right? This is just a natural form of self-care to incorporate into your life. And this is just really, really important as well. Because a lot of the illness that we have and a lot of the disconnect that we have and a lot of the dis-ease that we have, a lot of it is because people forget. People forget that reconnection. And this is just an, a, a reminder. This is just another reminder to reconnect to the earth. You can have, you know, I've I've known people with, you know, seasonal allergies. You know, they, they go out there and the, if it's a high pollen count, they get really, really allergic. But even then, you could take a few minutes and go earthing if you wanted to. You can watch your pollen count out, out in, in your area. And if it's a high pollen count, then you kind of watch out for that. No different than if the sun is a little too strong, you wait till the sun dies down a couple of notches before you go outside. A sea salt bath. Okay, now Terry is mentioning and asking about would a sea salt bath be good? Absolutely. That is another form of purifying and grounding as well. So that is helpful. In fact, using a lot of times I've charged a lot of my crystals in ocean water. Because if you think about it, salt it uh, tenderizes when we usually do our uh, cooking. We're putting it in a little bit of salt or they can use brine to soften our protein, right? So it's no different. It's no different to our own skin, our own bodies. You just have to be careful about how much because that uh, you are ingesting that, that sodium. So you just got to be careful of how much you put in there. Now, Anna just asked a question, how far am I, in from, how far am I from the ocean? Uh, in, in Rhode Island, I am very, very close to the ocean. I can, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a, not a short walk, but I'm around this forest, this woods that are, that are sandwiching, uh, they're the middle between me and the harbor and the bay. But I'm within five minutes drive anywhere within the ocean as far as a walk i'm probably about you know probably about 15 minutes to walk but that's so that's also another form of grounding and i'm very i'm very fortunate to be around all the nature that i'm around i actually live on a dead end so it's not even a lot of cars that go up and down as well welcome christian so with earthing, with the benefits of earthing, you can lower your, you, you know, you can lower your blood pressure. You know, it can give you your, a better state of mind. It could calm you down. It could slow down that monkey mind that the Buddhists say, the busy mind that we have. All of these things, they affect you. And with mindful intention, you could use some of the benefits or some of the different techniques like earthing to release or to reconnect and eliminate a lot of the daily stresses that we have.
So Lake Ontario, that'd be cool. Is isn't that it's pretty cold there though now. And also, uh, Terry's asking, are there ground crystals one can use when they're stuck inside because of weather? Absolutely. There are different crystals you can use. Like I always, I carry a lot of crystals around me as well. And I'm, I'm always carrying the earth with me. You know, this is ro raw rose quartz, for example. This rose quartz is from South Africa when I was in South Africa. And of course, there's different quartz. I like the more raw stones myself, but you can go to a gift shop and you can get uh, quartz as well and, and different stones. I also have a large, uh, this is a true story. I was down, I was down by the, down by the water and I was walking and hiking barefoot at the time. It was a, a really beautiful day. And then what I ended up doing was I saw this big, hunk of this big stone with this big quartz vein going through it this big huge vein of of smoky quartz now if you notice a lot of the stones if you go to the beach and you see a lot of the white stones more than likely a lot of those stones are smoky quartz they're not as pretty as the stones that you see at the gift shops they're not cut and polished and, and all processed in that sense but those those are quartz so to answer Terry's question, you can use those crystals to actually ground and use the different properties of different crystals to ground and also be more intentional and to do healing work as well. Today is just, we're focusing on the earthing, but grounding as a whole, if you're more mindful and intentional about that, it is just really, really important. Also, if you notice, in the form of, like Anna saying, African dance, they do a lot of it barefoot as well. You notice that Indian dancing, they do a lot barefoot. They don't usually wear shoes. If you notice a lot of the indigenous, the indigenous cultural form of dancing, very rarely are they using shoes belly dancing the same so that right there is telling us that there is really such a, a huge importance of connecting to the ground underneath us you know the, the ground beneath our feet Nana has a question here does holding stones in one's hand do the same kind of thing as standing barefoot outside yes and no now you could ground that way by holding stones. Absolutely. However, since the stone isn't connected to the earth, you're not going to get the same. You may get a similar effect, but you're not going to vibrate at the same frequency at that 7.8 or 8 hertz frequency that the earth is pulsing at. Does that make sense? You're going to get it from, it's going to be a little different. So it's almost like it's almost like when you have heat in the house and you're not next to a register or you're not next to a vent, you're still going to receive the heat. But then you notice when you go to where the, the vent is, you're really feeling feeling warm and cozy, right? So that's so that's the that's the whole thing. It's like some people I actually know people that 
um, a friend of mine's cats loves the heat vents in the floor, the, the heat registers in the floor, and they will put the, the cat bed near the heat vent because the cat is always like right there, you know, next to the heat vent. So a lot of that matters. Either way, just being mindful and intentional about it in grounding and being more mindful with you and your connection to nature is going to help. All of that helps. It's all connecting to nature. But with this particular method of earthing, it's something that you don't have to be super mindful about. And this is why I brought it, to, brought it today into the show as a topic. You don't have to be super mindful of it. All you need to do is just walk or stand, you know, or just connect. You can do that for five, ten minutes. I only did it for about ten minutes today because there's snow outside. So it uh, it would have been it would have been pretty cold if I if I walked if I walked around barefoot. But even the ten minutes of walking around felt really really good. So that's the benefit. Those are some of the benefits of earthing. I would definitely suggest for all of you to try earthing. Earthing is just, a, just an incredible thing. A lot of times just playing with dirt, you know, I just enjoy playing with dirt and rocks and, and just connecting with that. That's when a lot of people that garden, they get a lot of benefits of earthing because they're really connected. They're really in there. And they're really focusing on it and they're putting, you know, hydrages and, 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 you know, daisies and lilies and sunflowers and things into the ground. And they're really working that organic connection between themselves and the earth. Okay. Anna's saying that she has a place that uh, she sits outside in good weather to watch the birds and see the trees sway in the breeze. Well, that is, that is, a great thing to do and if we were more mindful of that and if we did that more often it, it became our new norm then things would be quite different the world wouldn't be such a hectic and chaotic place i think we, we tend to get too caught up in the hustle and bustle of things and, and we don't always stop and you know stop and hear hear the birds you know or stop and hear the beach hear the water crash against the, the the sand. A lot of times I like to just grab a, grab a coffee and, and go down by the water and sit there. Because even that itself can, the lack of connection can disrupt you and that can open you up to a lot of things that aren't helpful to you. So it's important to make it, make it a natural and Make it a practice. Make it a practice that, that you do that you do that often. Because it's really, really important. Because once you do that, a lot of people, you know, I've I know quite a few people live in high rises, you know, or big complexes, and they don't really have enough enough earth around them. They don't have enough, they don't have trees, you know, they're surrounded by concrete and things like that. You know, one friend of mine there's luckily there's enough grass and trees nearby that she can go out there and and sit outside and, and read a book you know even though she's surrounded by 
complexes and buildings and the highway and all that kind of thing. I also have a friend in the Philippines that also lives in a high rise, but makes it a point to try at least twice a month to go to the beach and do a day, a day thing at the beach because it's just exponentially makes you feel tons better. And that's the great thing about cities too. I'm really grateful that a lot of the architects and the engineers, they don't overdevelop to the point of not having, like even New York has Central Park, this big, huge park in the, in the middle of New York, which is phenomenal. So it's so even then, that gives you the opportunity and gives you the chance to reconnect. In fact, there's even some some places in these large cities that they have, they've actually made gardens up on the on the roofs of these these big skyscrapers. You know. Well, they actually literally have turf and they have a yard, even though the yard is like, you know, a thousand, um, a thousand feet up, but they still have it though. Even that's technically grounding. If you really think about it, you don't need a whole lot of earth because it's still, it's still going to resonate in the same. Okay, Anne's also mentioned there are gardens on that old train line in New York City. Yeah. Part of me, part of me, tend, I, I have to smile when I find that a place that's been overdeveloped has been changed. You know, changed back to organic roots, you know. I was in, in South Africa and I was in a place that they were, they had a big, huge rail yard. You know, they had a big, huge train tracks that were going through everywhere. And I went there and the train tracks, you can, you can see some of the train tracks kind of unearthed, but the desert took it, the desert took it back. So it's almost like mother nature saying, you know what, you've had your use, you're not using it anymore. You've borrowed it. So now I'm going to take it back and I'm going to get, let my, my offspring take it over. I'm going to let my animals reside in it because you're not doing anything with it now. So it's, it's interesting how nature has a way of going back to homeostasis in a way or, or re, reasserting its strength. So with, with earthing, it's not just putting your feet in the ground. That was just the start of it. But be out there. Connect with it the best you can. I can guarantee, I can guarantee that you will feel the benefits of it relatively quickly. Now, Marissa is saying here that uh, we don't have too much green here in the Phoenix metro area, but our hiking trails lead to great earthing and recharging opportunities to connect with nature. And Arizona is a beautiful place. I've also been to Arizona and I was, I was staying mostly in Flagstaff at the time. But even in Phoenix, there, there were places that you could go and we can, you can connect with nature. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse. You're busy. You've got a lot of things to do. You're stressed. Do some self-care. Get out into nature. You know, try earthing. Try yoga, try meditation, try things. Make something your new norm. You know, 
one of the places and Terry's mentioning Sedona which is which is a spiritual vortex I actually found myself in Jerome Arizona which is chock full of chock full of apparitions and ghosts and amazing energy and a bunch of artists took it over that was really a great time and they had such a great energy so if if any of you end up over in Arizona make it a point to try to make it a day to Jerome and have a burger at the haunted hamburger it's a pretty cool place but it's great you have a lot of craftsmen artisans there but this is all all part of it is is have an adventure make that your new norm do something whether it be once a week or a couple of times a month to get out there and if you have kids i i implore you to get them outside kids are raised with all these crazy electronics and you know what i'm a i'm a, a lover of electronics and tech as well i use tech to my advantage like right now but get your kids outside get them walking barefoot get them dirty you know get them doing mud pies i remember doing mud pies you know when i was a kid i remember sticking my feet in the beach where it was like mud and and, and raining and, and walking around in the rain you know granted i'd come in i was filthy when i used to come in from going out into the woods but those times this, 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 at that point in time, you're so connected to nature. You're so connected to the earth. You know, I'd come back scratched up from being out in the woods. And and, and does anyone that knows me in this room presently, they probably wouldn't be surprised me coming in filthy, dirty, and, and smelling love of dirt. <laughs> so, but this is something that we have lost track. So this is this is where I bring the topics in. Walking barefoot. Anyone can do it. Doesn't matter if you have skin, you know, any kind of skin conditions or anything like that. It doesn't matter. You can still get out there, even for a minute. Gotta be helpful to you. Getting some air. You know, being able to breathe in all those connections all those all that energy from around us be aware you know obviously if you're in a city and you have a lot of you know smog or pollution you may have to go drive a little ways to to get out there and to do and to actually earth or or to ground with with nature if you're sensitive to you know chemicals and energies and that kind of thing hey cliff all of those things matter. But if you go out there into nature and you walk barefoot and you allow yourself to take in the energy, take in that breath of life, it can be the benefits are immeasurable. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to unlock the seat if anyone would like to pop in and share whether or not they've they've tried earthing or not, or if they utilize grounding in a different way, you're welcome to pop into the seat and to, to share a bit of your experience with how you connect with nature. 
Hey, Cliff, and I, and I also want to thank all of you for being here to listen to my earthy, crunchy musings and manderings and, and things. I think it, it, makes a, it makes a huge difference. This is what makes me do what I do. This is what makes me share what I share here. So does anyone that like to pop in, feel free. We have some new people in the room. Hey, Monty. We have Cindy. She's a new person in the room. Welcome. Here's a good question. I have a question for, for you. Now, all of, all of us live in different parts of the world. We all live in, in different environments. How do you ground? How would you be able to try earthing today? And you don't have to pop into a seat if you don't want to, but okay, we're gonna have Monty come in. But how do you know? Feel free to type in the chat where you, how you connect or how you ground. Hey, Monty, long time no see. Hey. Thanks. How you been? Ah, doing. I'm doing. That's good. Fantastic subject. Well, thank you, man. Have you ever tried earthing before? Yeah, I'll show you something that I use right now. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Let's see. Okay. I don't hopefully you can make this out. This that connector. Oh, is that a buy? Oh, wait. I've seen those products. That's that's also another way of doing it as well. Feel free to Okay, share. so you follow that collect connector, right? Yes. And then you see the opposite end plugged into that, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's how I ground my bed. That is awesome. And also, by the it's, way, people, uh, I'm glad you said that, Monty, because you triggered you triggered when I was reading into this a bit more prior to the show. You can. There are such things that you can have a mat that you could connect to outside. So you literally put exactly. a spike outside of your house. And you right. run a cord in, and you could actually sit at your desk, at your computer, doing what you do, and you could connect with that frequency of the, the earth as well. So look into earthing. There are actual products that you could spend you could spend money on to also get the same effect. I, I, have, I, have, I still have that around here somewhere because my girlfriend spends, my wife spends a lot of time at her laptop, just like every, you know, everyone else. You know, she, we spend a lot of time in front of the laptop or desktop computer. And I actually have a voltometer where you measure uh, what the laptop looks like before it's grounded, you know? Right. And, 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 um, and then you measure it again after you ground it, after you plug the, the, the thing into the wall, right? Mm -hmm. Major difference. So we figured, you know what? For us, no more sitting at a computer with, without it being grounded. Exactly. And, and, we were losing, <laughs> and we lose track. We lose track. Like you mean the hours? We lose track of time. We lose track of in our yeah. busy in our busyness in our in our lives. We forget that how important it is to to connect into ground because you know, like Laura. Laura is in Romania. She prefers be out in the sun. I cannot say enough how important it is to be out oh, nature. Yeah. If you if you could be outside with your feet on the ground, feeling the sun on your face, feeling the wind dance around you, 
that is key. That is so important. That is key. So having a, you know, a biomat, that is only just if you can't get out there. That's the only right. thing. But I am huge on getting your butt out there. And that's the more or that's the more modern earthing, Marissa. But even then, I think that I think it's great that they put out these products too. And you notice that this this particular show wasn't about the products until the last of it. Right. right. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Um, have you ever seen the analysis, the blood analysis of what? Maybe you talked about it already, but if if you haven't, there is an analysis um, that one of the inventors of the a major inventor of some of the grounding. Um, products and, and, and the research, they, they did an analysis of what our blood looks like um, prior to us grounding as compared to uh, uh, before and after. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the, the molecular structure of our, uh, I forget what it's called, the hemoglobin or the, or, or the platelets or whatever, they look radically different. There, there's massive clumping and it's ugly and it's disorganized. But when we ground, we, we get um, platelets or, 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 or the, um, the, the, the blood is actually in the uniform and the dispersed and there's space in between each and every one of them. It's a major, major difference. Well, see, that's, that's also part of it, too. That's being connected to the flow, to the actual right. flow of nature and not being connected to the flow of nature. Because if you think about it, if you're not connected to flow, if you don't have a natural current in your life, they're full of jerky motions. It's like, oh, wait, I forgot to go to the laundry. Oh, wait, I forgot detergent. Oh, man, I forgot, you know, bringing my kids to soccer oh, practice. Yeah. It's, right. You're not in the flow of things. But you're when not. you're in the flow of something, things seem more effortless. They seem yeah. easier. It's not so herky-jerky. It's not so um, right. stressful. Very good point. Exactly. And right. I do believe that they're called biomats, but I could find out a little further. There is, I'm going to put in a, a link for you guys as well. And I have no affiliation to this link, but it was one in my, some of my research to remind myself more about it. You could check out that link and that link will give you more information on earthing and even some products as well that you can utilize if you're in a, you know, in the house and you still want to connect to that Schumann resonant, uh, resonance, which is 7.88 Hertz. 7.83. Exactly. And they're saying too, that that's changing. I've also yeah, yeah, that's researched true. recently. They're saying it's, it's actually emulating differently and they can say that it's almost 12 to 14 Hertz now. Well, you know, that's a good point because actually I have something else I want to show you. <laughs> you see this thing here? Yes. That is what I call an electromagnetic field tuner. Mm -hmm. And that actually puts that 7.83 Schumann resonance signal not only in the immediate area, like where I am now, but it sends it through the, the, the wiring of the home. Oh, see that. So you, that through, cool. yeah, throughout my home, we, 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 we got that signal going through the actual wiring of the home. So, yeah, you, you have to duplicate, you guys, that 7.83 Schumann res resonance signal 
And that's the minimum because as, as um, Moonshadow's pointing out, uh, sometimes the, the earth is stagnant in terms of what it does and sometimes it's dynamic and, 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 and when it changes, we have to change and we have to, we have to, we have to adapt. Now, I'm not quite sure what we're going to, how we find out what the exact new frequency is, but I think the minimum benchmark or standard should be at least 7.83. Right, and, and if I ever find it, I'll do some research and maybe blog about it or something. And also, too, they, there's a question. Laura is saying, "How do you feel differently since you since you've been using that resonator?" Well, as Moonshadow pointed out, your your thoughts, your actions, um, the amount of effort that you put into things, it, it's almost like being intuitive in terms of knowing that you you're 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 not struggling, you're not forcing. You know, when you when you one analogy might be getting in your car and, and going around a turn where you slowly turn, turn the wheel and you, and, and you make that curve and it's not that big of a deal. The car is not lurching back and forth side to side or something. And the other, the other example may be going around the same curve and you, you slowly turn the wheel gradually and you go into that curve and your passengers aren't flying from one side of the car to the other. So yeah, you want that gracefulness in your life in everything that you do, the way you think, uh, sleeping habits, uh, uh, responding to people, being on the same page, harmonizing with people, all those things, I think you're going to notice a major difference, Laura, when, when you start to become in tune with nature. Nature allows us to not fight going in a certain direction, you know, not forcing our will upon others, et cetera, but, but to have that harmony and to seek out the ability to, to, to understand and empathize with and all of that. And we do get affected by by everything around in nature. So this is being part of it as opposed to fighting against it. And even exactly. Marissa saying, I'm not trying to push any products. And and I agree with you, Marissa, because yeah, you're, you're very earthy as well, Marissa. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why, you know, I love when you come, come to the show as well. You always have a lot to share. Sometimes we have to go into that. Like I've used biofeedback machines, like, and I'm showing my age, but I've used biofeedback <laughs> machines and technology. You know, I have a sound and light machine right near me that I could utilize to do brain entrainment. So okay. you can use some uh, technology to enhance or bring the result that you want. But I'll tell you the, the crazy thing about it is you have people that are yogis or Buddhists oh, sure. or, or people that are involved in prayer or meditation where they don't need any of that. So no, it's like almost the bridging the gap in between. There's nothing it, wrong with yeah. the technology, but try to get out there and just connect to that Schumann residence, you know, to connect yeah. to that earth, to connect by walking out there barefoot. It's like watching a movie about, the beach. It's like watching a video. You're watching a video about the beach. Now that is fantastic. And you may actually have your body may resonate with it. Yeah. You may be like, Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> that is so great. Look at that water. Oh my God. It's so great. Like a virtual then, vacation, <laughs> right? Like a virtual vacation. But you go out there. If you actually go out there and you have your feet in the sand and the sand, like, like, for example, I saw this, this commercial recently. I think it's Pel Peloton, Peloton, the bikes. You go on the bikes. Um, you can spin. You can go spinning. Spin like spinning classes. Yeah, yeah, like spinning classes. And you yeah. have a video monitor, right? And you can literally virtually go different places. And you can also go to a spinning class with another trainer. So you're basically in a room, right? But you're yeah. in a room by yourself. 
So in the same essence, like you're on that bike, and this is what kind of makes me laugh a little bit, is that people are in their homes. They've got perfectly, they've got a, they may even have a bike that's collecting dust in a, in a shed or a garage. I also yeah. am guilty of that. I need to take ah. the dust off. <laughs> when it gets warmer, I want to pick the dust off my mountain bike so I can get out there. But what's the difference between riding a, a recumbent bike in your house and actually mm -hmm. getting your ass on a seat on a bike and going to get your coffee, you know, a mile away on a bike? Well, I think in this age where we ha we were we so preoccupied, you mentioned earlier, if I'm um, if I'm working, you know, eight hours a day on the road, two hours because I'm commuting, uh, and, and and I'm trying to recuperate from that when I get home, I really don't have a lot of time to do the things that I need to be doing. So yeah, unfortunately, we 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 have to bring in some of these things into our lifestyles, and 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 unfortunately, that may mean. Uh, a little bit of technology, you know, uh, but we, yeah, we don't put, we don't want to put a lot of emphasis on technology, but because I'm in a, if I'm in an office, not me, but if you're in an office and your 13 floors up, uh, then you're, you're not grounded. Okay. You <laughs> have to bring earth to you. You may <laughs> you have, have to bring earth. crystals up into your cubicle. Yeah. Or so you see this. Is that onyx or obsidian? No, keep going. You probably okay, haven't heard. This is kind of uh, it's just kind of um, exotic. Just yeah, just because the the webcam unfortunately does not do justice. Yes, it doesn't do ju justice at all. But this is a um, what is it called? Uh, Shanghai. Shanghai. Hmm. Shanghai. Yeah. When you guys get a chance, look up Shanghai and what what Shanghai is doing. And we talk about reconnection. Shanghai is basically absorbing the effects of electromagnetic radiation. There was an, event, in, an individual called Alexander the Great. A long time ago, he uh, came across, um, what is it? No, what is, what is the story? Okay, first of all, Shanghai is, is, is found just in very few places. Russia is one of them. This meteorite crashes to Earth. Uh, oh, that's cool. I like Moldavite as well. Exactly, same principle. Uh, and, 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 and either you go there and you mine it or you don't get it. So it's very exotic in terms or you of... Have to, or you have to order it and it's it, sometimes really difficult to get. Yeah, exactly. If you don't have a good distributor or connection, then you don't get it. But, but one of the major benefits, again, is to set it in key places throughout your home. And a lot of times you, what we try to do is we try to form a matrix in our home where we literally surround ourselves and, and with these tips particular gemstones and such to create a matrix. So at any given point in time, we're in the middle of it, right? Yeah, Shanghai, there it is in there. Um, but Thank you're going to you. find out that, yeah, thanks. What you're going to find out is when you bring these things into your home, because our homes, a lot of our homes are not made in, traditionally to the um, feng shui uh, type of... Um, well, they tend to not flow as well as they should. Yeah, we, that energy is working against us in most of our designs of our homes. So yeah, we, what we try to do is we try to we try to we, we try to fix that problem. We try to get that energy flowing, that positive energy flowing, and, and, and get rid of those straight angles as much as possible. And and this is this is one of the ways that that we can address in addition to the earthing and, and everything else. So there's a, there's a lot to be said about this. There, there very much is, and this is and this is part of it too. And 
even though the, the main topic is, is earthing, it's also about just a reconnection and, and being mindful, intentional of how you do, how you do connect. And if, if you do connect, not everyone connects. So this is where bringing the topic to the table, instead of talking about, you know, current events, what's going on, we can talk about other things. And this is why I bring this to the show. There are a lot of people that bring uh, positive current events out in the world. And I get information from that, which is awesome. From my vantage point, from, from where I am, I'm just more mind, body, and spirit oriented. So I bring the internal oh, okay. into okay. it to bring, to bring out and say, hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought, you know, as a matter of fact, Monty, I, uh, I took a picture of my bare feet outside in snow because we just got some snow here in oh, New England. Okay. really? Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure how much snow Cliff Cliff had received because he lives, he lives about oh, an hour from me. Yeah. Give or take. But um, yeah. So I even, wow. I even did earthing today outside for about 10 minutes before my feet got really cold. <laughs> you know, so, we're, we're learning so much about it. There was a, a guy who owned a construction company. I think even in, in Hawaii, he found out that when he, before he starts his day, he requires that his crew, take off their shoes for the 30 minutes to an hour and ground. And then awesome. they start working. And he found out their productivity, the, the, the uh, re, you know, resiliency, you know, when you're working for as long stretches at a time, physically demanding jobs, unfortunately, are, are the best, you know, situations where we can see clearly that, you, you know, you, you, you rejuvenate quicker after, you know, after the job and everything, but you ground first, 30 minutes to an hour a, a day if you can, and you will be amazed how your body reacts to the normal stresses um, after after doing so. And see, this is and this is the whole thing. I applaud that that person because for him to say, "Okay, before we get busy, let's get mindful." Let's that get is mindful. phenomenal. That's yeah. phenomenal because it makes total sense. Like even before, a lot of times before I do anything. I kind of sit in it for a minute. Okay. I, I call it shifting gears, mentally right. shifting gears. But even, even before I even do this show, sometimes, you know, there are times that you guys have caught me doing it because I've already been on, on cam, but I will take a nice deep breath, breathe, breathing in through my nose and exhaling through my nose. Yeah. Because okay. that's a more healthy way of doing it. It's a more proper oh. way of breathing. Okay. And I'll do that before I shift gears and to start. You know, oh. to starting. So even with starting work, uh, make it a ceremony. You know, make it something where you're mindful and connected. Wow. There are plenty of times I'll go out there. If it's really nice out, I'll go outside and have coffee before I'd start my day. And I haven't done that enough. And I need to do that. As going soon outside? As, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Going outside and, and going out in my deck and going out in my yard, having my coffee, you know, taking yeah. the sounds of, of the nature around me. All of that. And yeah, again, I just, uh -huh. just want to let you know, I found some information about the earthing as a, a way of anti-aging uh, has, uh, of course, anti-aging effects. Um, well, that's and, big business and, right and there's, now. Yeah, there's science behind it, you know, so you guys don't think this is just some um, mishy-mashy, whatever you want to call it, type of contrived uh, People have been doing this a long time. Yeah, this, this, is, this, is, not, this is not new. Um, indigenous uh, 
tribes and cultures for a long, long time. The Indians, um, also African too. Yeah, African, exactly. They all found that when you're outside, um, your your body is connecting and it's rejuvenating and it's and it's capable of fighting off disease and tiredness and everything a lot more. So then, because because we can actually look at analysis that determines that determined a long time ago that when we started building houses and building floors and putting carpets on those floors and making buildings where we go from one level to 30 and mm -hmm. then we brought our animals like this one here we brought them indoors guess what yeah, they started to mimic yeah that's lazy bones they started yeah, to yeah. mimic mimic the diseases the arthritis and, and the different things joint pains or whatever mm -hmm. that we had so yeah, we, we can look at uh, correlations between when we quote unquote became civilized and, and, and we started to, to, to have all these ill effects of our civilized society. Well, let's think about this before. for a second. How often do you hear of farmers getting sick? <laughs> right. No joke, no joke. Let's long. think about this for a second. How yeah. often do you hear of a farmer feeling sick or having like, being really ill? It's, it's rare. It's rare. Why? Because they know what they're putting in the ground. They're, they're actually ingesting what they put in the ground. They are yeah, in yeah. constant mindfulness. They're in constant intention. Oh, hold on one second. Go ahead. Um, yeah. They're in constant intention. And to think about it, if you really, really, really think about it, if we went towards, and again, it's not easy. Technology and society, um, I can't say I'm a huge, huge person that believes in society as much because unfortunately that kind of takes us away and it disconnects us from who we are as people. It takes away yeah, you, that, our that is so true. in the same tribe. So true. Technology so is doing a lot, a lot of disservice to us. Exactly. Whether so, we like it or not. Yeah. Right. So it makes us even more, we have to be more vigilant about reconnecting right because all that really matters like also too prior to here we have uh, i believe it was monty and this is just to, to reiterate the topic here because he's saying earthing or grounding is the process of connecting with the earth's primordial healing energy to reduce inflammation and ultimately improve health by promoting electron balance in the body so yep. yeah so you know as old as this is as old as this technique is, this is not new. No. This is not some new age thing. But as old as it is, it is just a huge, huge way of you creating homeostasis in your body. This exactly. is why I bring this out into, into my show for that reason. is because we don't think about it enough. And even I lose track of it as well. I have to remind myself constantly, go back. Oh, sure. Go back home, go back to nature, go back, do what you got to do. Because in the busy influence of our lives, of technology and society, of having to do what we need to do, we lose our place. And we have to go back to that. We have to go back to our roots. We have to connect. We have to, to earth. We have to do, you know, that's why I suggest yoga. That's why I suggest Tai Chi. That's yeah. why I suggest walking around barefoot, enjoying nature. All of those things are hugely important. Yeah, get yeah, get, out, get there. out there. Um, sit, 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 sit underneath, underneath that, that tree. tree. 
you know, when you get a chance, I had a friend who kept talking about sitting under a tree, you know, next to the the stump of the tree, on you know, right on, right at right right under the tree, and and he kept talking about the positive effects, you know, and all that, and um. But you know, we we don't we we never connect the dots. We never we never try to figure out why is it so important, <laughs> you know, like walking around barefoot, you know. Um, and that's part of the grounding. And that's yeah, part, part of grounding. Of the, hey, yeah, you're sitting yeah. against the tree. Your butt is on the ground. The back of your the leg, the back of your legs are connecting to Mother Earth. Yeah, your back is against the tree. The tree has all its roots, its roots, and its network of roots going deeper in the ground than you are at the moment. Oh, sure. It is the form of grounding. So, and does that take a whole lot of time? <coughs> no, I don't does think that take so. a whole lot of no. attention. No, it's just feel it. Sometimes just being in it. Well, the good news, I think once you start doing it, practicing it, you know, um, then, then you want to you wanna make sure that you integrate it into your lifestyle. You know, well, I have a good workout at the gym. As old as I am, I'll have a good two to three hour workout at the gym. And I have to end it with some yoga. And I didn't realize what I was doing. See, a lot of times we do different things and we don't know why. And then... Later on, we find out we find out why it's working. Like, like, like. Mr. Right Lazy Bones approves of 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 your, your regime, of course, your <laughs> regimen there. Exactly. Moon Shadow is available for healing well sessions, intuitive older, readings, soul but, empowerment you know, seminars, around, and speaking and, engagements and is, to provide you know, guidance he, for your group I, I or organization. Younger cat, much younger, so. You can connect with him through his website, <laughs> yeah, um, MoonPhoenixRising.com. Even the 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 yoga and and the different things. Um, what you know? What are we doing? You know, when I when I when I get get, get through with my physical routine with the barbells and the machines and yada yada yada, I, I I lay on a mat and I let that energy dissipate, and I and I let the the the, uh, the you know the, the negative energy out, and 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 you you know you you also getting rid of lactic acids and all that. But there's definitely a place when we take a look at, you know, what, what these things uh, are, are actually doing to us. And then, of course, you get the benefits later and you finally realize, okay, I better keep this up because I'm feeling so good. Things seem to be working, right? So, yeah, we, we have to integrate these things into our life. So, and, that's just, and that's just so important. And if we, yeah. if, we take, if we take a few minutes every day to kind of think on it, then life is going to be better. Things are going to get better. We've yeah. got to become better, for sure. And it just takes a little bit of... It's, I call it like a mental gym, you know, you just going to, or a spiritual gym, you know, you go to the gym to work out. We don't necessarily work out our minds as much as we should. We don't work out our spirit as much as it should be. So it's so important to work out all aspects, all parts of ourselves. No, look, to really become it. We're multifaceted beings, you know, we, we, we've integrated technology into our lives to a great extent, but that doesn't address, like Moonshadow was talking about, that doesn't address my spirituality. You know, if I make, if I make a, ton of, a ton of money and I'm sacrificing my spirituality and my health and my family, I, I have nothing basically, right? So, right. yeah, we, we have to have that balance. And when you get the balance, that's when you're really going to say, you know what, now I really feel successful. That's success. Financial success by itself or physical success by itself in the gym or whatever, you know, if, if we compartmentalize and just have success in a particular area, that means mm -hmm. nothing. You, you, won't, you, won't, you won't feel the difference, really, as compared to when you finally realize, look, 
I'm doing something for my body, doing something for my spirit. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about my relationship with people. Um, and that's <laughs> what brings homeostasis. And that's what right. brings homeostasis in is the incorporation of everything. Because whether you, you actually apply it or not, whether you actually think of it or not, you are those different aspects that overlap within each other. Because if one is suffering, the other will, will suffer. I'm going to show you something, you guys, Moonshot. I'm going to show you guys something. Let me know whether you can tell me what it is. <clears throat> okay. Okay, is that a mandala? Any other words for that? That could be another way of describing it. What is another term for that that I may recognize? I don't recognize that one. Ooh, that I know that dudes are like, I know it's like fractal. I know there's like yeah. sacred geometry. I yep. also do sacred, sacred geometry, geometry you guys. That's sacred oh. geometry. That's a particular one, a particular form of sacred geometry, okay? Uh, and thanks, Uh-huh. Okay, let me see. Okay, that one is actually called, is that the, I think that's the tree of life. The flower of life or the tree of life? Let me make sure. There's also, with sacred oh, geometry. The, yeah, I'm sorry, that's the flower of life. Okay. Also, yeah. too, with sacred geometry, that is also a healing modality, working with sacred geometry. I've done that with people as well, where you're actually providing a grid, an energy oh, grid. That's for exactly. Exactly. Very important point. That's what I'm trying to duplicate. That's what I was alluding to earlier when I talked about placing gemstones because I was working with a company that provides, uh, you know, the, the crystals and the Moldavites and the Shanghites and the crystal quartz and all these other things, right? And see, you, you don't just throw these things inside of a bowl or, mm -hmm. or just place them in front of you like I did, put them in a bowl, right? <laughs> but, yeah. but, but no, actually, I have a bowl and I have, let me see, I just went over that so quickly. Look, you guys, this is a concoction of different things. This is a wand based. That's like thing. a metaphysical goulash. <laughs> exactly, like a gumbo <laughs> or something. That's like a, and, that's uh, like a juju gumbo. <laughs> you name it. You got the bloodstones and you got all sorts of things in here. But in addition to what you see, in that bowl, whatever you want to call it, they're placed, certain things are placed strategically around where I live, right? Oh, definitely. And uh, yeah, so we form a grid and, um, you know, the same thing what you're doing with the, uh, the sacred geometry, you're, you're, you're bringing into your life the things that are as ancient as we are, older, you know, and, and, and a lot of times, see, we, we're still trying to find out <laughs> About, about some of these, what I call well, some of this technology, some of this quote unquote <laughs> technology is older than society. Right. It's it's so old that we still trying to right. figure it out. <laughs> and the and, and the totex right. we're doing this stuff, yeah. and we have to learn in a different way now. But they had they had a pulse yeah. on it. They had a pulse on this stuff. Oh so, my goodness, you guys, we are, we we don't know anything as compared to what the ancients know, because these shapes here are universal in nature. And I'm talking about, when I say nature, I mean it extends from this planet out into the galaxy. We have, we're getting access to some things that are older than our planet, but yet some people were utilizing them in ways in there, and, we, and we're finding out one or 2% right now. Well, see, that's the thing. And Marissa was us. saying, I was going to show mine, but but never mind. I keep mine in my pocket and a bracelet. See, like everywhere I go, I'm carrying, like even being yeah. mindful, like this choker, I made this choker. This has stones on it. 
right? Okay. And I was yeah. mindful and intentional yeah, of the yeah, stones right. I used. Right. I have jasper. I have hematite to ground. I have tiger's eye for protection. Wow, cool. So all of that, a lot of right. times, just being a little more mindful and intentional about it and read yeah. into it because yeah. we have lost. As yeah. soon as we be, we've become a society, we've kind of lost that tribal wisdom that we've had. We've all been part of the same tribe for a long time. But, but we're not connected to it so right. much anymore. You notice the, the time where do you actually go out and meet with your friends a lot of times? We, we'll, we'll use a peer in. We'll use Blab. We'll use, you know, YouTube and that kind of thing. So it's exactly. like, be, exactly. if you're more intentional and mindful, and sometimes you can't do anything of it. You know, if I want to see, like I can go off and, and have a coffee with Cliff because he's not far from me, right? But for me to see, you know, Pamela or to see Laura, to see Terry or see Beth, I'm going to have to, or Marissa even, I'm going to have to hop on a plane to go see them. So this is a nice way, a nice medium, a nice technique or a nice ability to be able to see you all on, on, you know, in the same, on the same page, you know, but ultimately wouldn't it be better? I'm yeah. not going to say it wouldn't be better to, to travel the world. And I would love to come visit you guys and be like, Hey, let's have a coffee and sit. Let's go yeah. earthing together. Let's go into death. You know, let's do yeah. these things. That would be incredible. Right. Well, well, I think the good news is, um, you know, technology has separated us to a, a great extent. You know, I can be in my cubicle two feet away from you and you'll be in your cubicle and we'll be texting each other or something. Right. But I, I think that the good news is this. Now, now we can use technology to remind each other where, where you know, what what is really important, you know, you know, kind of how to reintegrate the ancient technologies, the ancient wisdoms yeah. back into our lives. So therefore, we could we could start sharing these things because you know uh, we, we've driven these wedges in between us, and, and we talk about you know the differences a lot of times. But then, but now, see, we can say, okay, look, what do you know about the 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 the, the, the uh, tree of life? What, what do you know about the Shanghai? What do you know about the earthing? Oh, okay, this is what I know, right? Exactly. So we start sharing this information, and all of and a this sudden, is okay, where and this I'm is why I do gonna, what I do yeah. for this reason is to bridge that yeah. gap to make technology part of humanity, as opposed to just you know enhance it to say this yeah. is how we're going to connect. Like for example, um, where everyone, I apparently we're all you know, Laura's suggesting a party over in the Bahamas right now that we all go to the Bahamas <laughs> right now. <laughs> now also we have yeah, no. a question from William saying what do you think about positioning your bed to point north and align your body to the earth's magnetic poles that is a really good what? question that's a really good question William I, um, I'll actually have Monty answer that question as well as well as myself and anyone else in the okay. chat how you feel about it so do chime in and, and put in your, your thoughts and opinions on it I myself if applicable if you can do it it's important to do that you know if you can right. depending on where there's a window sometimes it's not feasible for you to position your bed but if you can position your bed to have your head at the north and your feet at the south that's phenomenal because now you're attuning yourself to the energies of of the earth as well now do you have anything to add to that monty no, that's exactly what we're trying to do. As a matter of fact, I um, 
was writing on, uh, of all things, uh, uh, a, a blog, I think it's called um, A User's Guide to Immortality. And I'm covering a whole bunch of different subjects. I think earthing, earthing is just one of the things that, that I'm, um, um, that I'm mentioning, but in, in the, um, in the user's guide to immortality, I was read, you know, I had read a little bit about, uh, you know, different techniques and, and one of them had to do with, um, uh, what it means to, because see that, I think William already knows, and, and I want to make sure everybody else understands that is ancient wisdom. Okay. That was handed down basically, um, well, where I got it from, there, there was, um, <laughs> let me see, I don't know how to put this, but there were some ancients, put it this way, for lack of a better word, that, that um, discovered that, um, well, let me see how, how to put it simply. When, you, when, you, when the magnetic poles are, are, are um, when, when, when we're aligned to true magnetic north, for instance, that that has a certain effect on us, okay, and 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 it's and it's and it's, a, it's 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 long believed that when we're truly aligned to to magnetic north, for instance, that that is one way of countering the aging process. And there are some people who actually think, you know, people a lot older than us, way older, like this goes back a thousand more years or something, where, where they where they were thinking that um, when you get a hundred years old, for instance. You will, you know, you 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 um you typically expire, you know, for us. But 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 after doing this alignment, uh, I think seven days on or seven days off. I can't remember the exact form. I have to look it up. But when you when you when you align yourself uh, on and off, and there's various intervals where you do this, it won't be that big of a big of a deal to achieve, um, uh, you know, to be a centenarian and and, and then to go way beyond that. So um, that that is really something look the worth looking into. And if I could find a little bit of information that I've written about it, I'll put it in there. But there's something definitely, you guys. And also, I would definitely suggest to follow to, to follow Monty as well. We've had quite quite interesting conversations about it, and he's, <laughs> he's a very technical technologically savvy in the sense of he is one of those truth Likewise. seekers where he will go into it and he will search, he will scout <laughs> and search. And this is <laughs> one of the multiple reasons why whenever Monty decides to pop in, it's like, he wants to share something. He'll bring up, he'll bring up books. He'll bring <laughs> up things that, that, and he truly shares. Now also there were a couple of glitches that happened with, uh, with blab. So one of the things I want to make sure is I okay. want to end up the recording. Okay. However, I do, uh, I can hang uh, a bit longer after recording is off. Now, also too, Laura's saying, is, is it the other way around depending on the hemisphere one lives in? Now that we'd have to do more research in. I myself do not have it that way. But that's just because ge geogra geographically in my bedroom, I can't do it that way. That's the only difference. But... Uh, you could still counteract that. Like even with feng shui, you have different remedies that you can utilize exactly. to exactly. alter the flow of your space so that you can still do. But, okay. Can I interrupt you just sure. for one second? Um, I just found a passage. 
and I think hopefully William Rose will agree agree with me on this. Um, the Atlanteans <laughs> actually talked about that, and and in in the old text, someone mentions uh, there's an individual by the name of Thought. When when you get a chance, you can read about Thought. He, he's supposedly the one who actually created the pyramids, and is like. Yeah, the holder of knowledge, the, the keys to wisdom and all that. He's that powerful. But anyway, one of his quotes talks about, least ye, O man, whilst, whilst I give the secret so that ye too shall not, um, sh shall taste not of change. In other words, he's telling you when you follow this protocol of, of aligning yourself uh, to true north periodically and, 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 and such, you will not taste change so you will okay. not grow there old there, in you, know, you, you will not grow old <laughs> okay these people had a certain way of saying yeah. things but that's exactly what he's saying and he and he actually outlines um the the way that he wants you to pursue this and i'll put the I'll put that passage in there and, and i don't i don't, don't want to monopolize the show or give you guys too much but i want you guys to be truth seekers because that's what it's all about Take some of this information, you know, whatever bits and pieces, because we talked about a lot of different things, take bits and pieces of it and do some research and find out why is this uh, so important and where did it come from? Or and this is, part of, this is part of the reasoning why I like bringing this to the table, because this is just so important to bring, bring around the people that want to know more and want to learn more. And this people, yeah, you got to have a desire, right? And this and this brings us together as truth seekers, as people that are seeking knowledge, that want to, you know, be better, feel better, you know, with with all our, our bodies, mind, spirit, you know, and, and um, right. right, and soul, you know, mind, body, and exactly. spirit, of course, and all of these things we are not as mindful of. But see, doing this, and this is why, in in closing of the recording here okay i'm gonna i'm gonna bow out and let you do your closing thing and i'll keep an eye out for you um, oh Michelle, thank you monty you to, whenever you'd have something else okay you guys i hope it's the, uh, always a pleasure always a pleasure having you come in <laughs> okay, thanks all right i'll monitor from the sidelines fantastic okay, thanks thank you for coming Appreciate thank you for sharing it. okay you're welcome thank you all right so now we've learned so much and it started with you know the the, the you know learning the benefits of earthing and this is part of the reason why I bring what I bring. It's really not about who I am. It's more about what I can share and what we can share together as people. We are all of the same tribe, no matter what's going on with us. All of us are going through adversity. All of us are going through good and positive and negative changes. The fact that we stay connected or stay mindful to be connected is so important. So looking at this, you know, I appreciate all of you coming, all of you for sharing, all of you for listening, all of you for taking it all in. You know, if anything, if it's to provoke more thought or to provoke, to, to and I use the word provoking in a positive way. To make you think, to bring something else, another possibility into your realm of thinking. The fact that all of you come and stay every week is so important. Now, also, too, uh, Terry's saying, how does someone go out and schedule an with me? Okay. Um, well, Terry, I can uh, fill in the chat 
Here's my website. You can catch me. You can catch me there. You can also see what's going on. Let me see if I get that right. I do. And also, too, I want to thank, and this is something that I haven't always done in the last eight episodes, I have to thank people that are in the replay as well. Because people that catch me on YouTube, I can't thank them. So it's, it's thanking them now for being able to, to watch me even on, on YouTube as well. So I appreciate and I'm very grateful for you watching and, and coming and sharing even by just listening to the, to the show itself. But you can catch me over on moonphoenixrising.com. All my information is there. You can also catch me on Blab. You can also add me on Twitter at moonshadow143 as well. How can we donate to your cause? PayPal. Oh, that's a, that's a good question. I haven't even thought of that. But I'm going to have to think about that. So thank you for, for, for even bringing that to my, into my mind, you know, into my mindscape. But, um, and that, just that alone is, is, I'm appreciative of it. But all of us, we, we think about these things and we don't necessarily share with each other. We don't necessarily connect with each other because a lot of things we may be different in, in different ways. We may think differently. But go out of the, your own mindset for a minute. Listen to what, what something, you know, listen to something what someone else has to say because you can learn. You could teach. We're all teachers and we're all students. And we're all on the same path. We're all have to, we all have to walk our slightly different paths on this earth. So just be the best you can and be mindful of that. And if you do that, I think that you could really be a better person, mind, body, and spirit. So I want to thank you all again for coming from different parts of the world and, and sharing what you have and learning with me. All of that, I really, really appreciate you. And I'm grateful to all of you. And it's, and it's heartfelt and it's humbling to, to know that all of you come every week to see me and to share with me. So on that note, I'm going to close down the recording, but thank you all and see you next week. Moonshadow is available for healing sessions, intuitive readings, soul empowerment seminars, and speaking engagements to provide guidance for your group or organization. You can connect with him through his website, moonphoenixrising.com.